So what's this episode about? It's how to create your best year yet. And I'm going to share my seven powerful questions to ask yourself. This is my seven step signature framework that I take my clients through, that I go through, not just once a year, (laughs) not just at the end of the year, which you can in reflection and review and renew. I'll take you through my first three steps in a moment. You can also do it in the beginning of the year. Some of my clients and some friends, they don't even get started until January because it's just chaotic and so full of things to do to wrap up the year in December. Or the other thing too, sometimes do you have resolutions? I was going to say revolutions and revelations, those two. But do you ever have resolutions or goals that you set and then they fall flat within a week or two or at best in a month or two? And maybe that's because you've got uh, yourself into motion already. You've already, but it's probably a bit like without too much thought, you're throwing spaghetti at the wall, trying to make something stick. It's not very effective. Or maybe you're kind of thinking about a very flowery, uh, unclear idea about what you're wanting to create this year to be different, but not sure how to do it. And so you don't really get started. Hey there, Katie Joy, the Global Butterfly, and I am here super excited as a companion, conscious creator and manifesting mentor with a very special interactive podcast episode for you for this new year. And I'm hoping and inviting you to flag this one, tag it, make sure you've pinned it somehow to your uh, playlist so that you can return back to it again and again. Now, I said it's interactive. That's because every year I usually offer some sort of free program, like a challenge or a webinar or workshop. And this time, this year, as a massive celebration to my own online success with my coaching business, as well as helping so many hundreds of clients around the world achieve and manifest their core goal results, their heart's truest desires. And because they're asking me regularly, Katie, where do I send them to? Because if someone's brand new, where do they go? And so as a celebration for that, I've created this gift, no cost, 100% free for this 33-page workbook to guide you through this seven-step process of the questions I'm going to take you through. So what's this episode about? It's how to create your best year yet. And I'm going to share my seven powerful questions to ask yourself. This is my seven-step signature framework that I take my clients through, that I go through, not just once a year, (laughs) not just at the end of the year, which you can in reflection and review and renew. I'll take you through my first three steps in a moment. You can also do it in the beginning of the year. Some of my clients and some friends, they don't even get started until January because it's just chaotic and so full of things to do to wrap up the year in December. Or the other thing too, sometimes do you have resolutions? I was going to say revolutions and revelations, those two. But do you ever have resolutions or goals that you set? And then they fall flat within a week or two or at best in a month or two. And maybe that's because you've got uh, yourself into motion already. You've already, but it's probably a bit like without too much thought, you're throwing spaghetti at the wall, trying to make something stick. It's not very effective. Or maybe you're kind of thinking about a very flowery, uh, unclear idea about what you're wanting to create this year to be different but not sure how to do it. And so you don't really get started. Well, with this 33 page workbook, this is gonna guide you through. Plus today on this episode, I'm gonna take you through all of those steps and so much more information to be able to help you integrate this and get into momentum to create your best year yet, have the goal clarity. And so take a moment right now and download it. Use the link. I'm going to take a minute to have a sip of my lovely herbal tea. Licorice herbal tea from Higher Living is my favorite, by the way. Mm, Sweet and delicious. So um, take a moment, pause the recording, 
and make sure you go sign up. It's free. There's no cost. Why wouldn't you? And be interactive with me. Go and do that and get your workbook ready. And even better, invite some friends to join you. Okay, so maybe you don't want to do that right now, but you want to keep listening. That's cool too. Let's move forward. And I want to make sure that you definitely hit subscribe, hit the like button so that you can not only catch this episode, but I have a few other episodes available for it in this mini series for you to be able to implement the action that I'm inviting you to take. So before we move forward, I just want to give you a little insight about what I'm going to cover in this episode. I'm going to cover the first key step to begin with for setting your goals to successfully manifest them. And then what is the first thing you need to do? Well, it's important to know where you're starting from now, know where you are going and the power of non-attachment. So I'm going to cover that. Also, the power of reflection and how to use it to empower you with increased resilience resilience moving forward. I'm going to show you how to use this tool right here. No cost, 100% free download. Get it, sign up down below. You can get it in a minute and come back here. But I'm going to show you how to use this tool to embrace the awesomeness of your year. When to use this training, how often and why I'm going to cover that. We're going to, I'm going to share with you what building a six-figure online coaching business has taught me. And I'm going to share how challenges are really important opportunities for you to grow and how to raise your frequency and shift your consciousness to create and experience your best year yet. I'm going to cover the first three questions in my seven-step framework that you need to ask yourself so that you can know what you really want to create for your life experience and create your best year yet. I'm also then going to cover the four-step process to get into and stay in momentum with the next four steps, which is stop, start, less, more. And then there's also the one thing to make sure that you do next and make it a daily ritual. And I'll be providing that for you in this training. So you're here, my conscious creator, and you know you want more, you want to create more, and you want to live your most delicious, awesome, best life, and starting with creating your best year yet. So let's talk about one key thing here first, and this is really important. Have you, again, I'm just going to ask these questions here first, have you ever felt stuck about knowing what you want to create, what goals to go for? Have you felt stuck about how to set the goal so that you can get the goal, right? Have you, or perhaps you're on the other end of the spectrum and you are a big ambitious goal setter and goal getter, but you get there and it doesn't feel like, uh, where's the joy? Where, where, yeah, I thought it was going to experience more oomph than that, you know, <laughs> what next? And then you go again, or maybe... You go a million miles a minute, like ADHD style, right? I'm familiar with that. <laughs> and you um, just throw a lot of spaghetti at the wall and some sticks, some doesn't, but you just work harder, not smarter um, to get results. But then you end up with burnout. Have you ever had that experience? Or maybe you have already set your goals and you're in great momentum um, but you just want to tweak it and get more effective this year in how you do it. Great. Well, here's the key thing. The one key thing first is to know where you're at right now before you also then need to know where you're going. So you need the two points, just like you would if you put it into Google Maps. You need to be clear about where you're at to know where you're going to go. If you don't have clarity about where you are and where you're going to go, You've got no reference point. You don't have any clear route or direction. You don't even know um, how to even look it up with the technologies today. If you don't know where you're going and you don't know where you are, you wouldn't know what obstacles, challenges might be in the way to avoid or overcome or take a different direction. There are lots of reasons why you need to get clear, real clear, crystal clear about where you're at and where you're going but the biggest reason why is so that it's a personalized, tailored journey for you that you feel excited about the whole entire journey because the joy is in the journey, 
not just the destination. A lot of people think I'll put off their happiness. I'll be happy when I'll, I'll be, you know, <clears throat> relaxed when I will uh, do take care of my health when and X, Y, Z is achieved. But the thing is, I'm going to take you through a process to look at all the categories in your life to make sure that you are taking effective change to make it your best year yet so that you have a beautiful balanced approach. You're in alignment with what you're creating that's authentically aligned with you and your juicy goals, not just goals, but soul goals, ones that really have deeper meaning, deeper purpose, one that are aligned, ones that are aligned with your values and what, what your vision in life is. And so this is really important to have that as your first step. But first, <clears throat> with this, I want to share a story. I'm just going to take a quick drink. And this is a good thing too, with your interaction with me, if you've got a cup of tea or a glass of water, because you're going to be processing a lot as you go through this. You're going to be firing off those neurons, having more brain cells working a little harder for you today, but in a smart way. So <clears throat> I want to share this with you, the importance about knowing where you're at, knowing where you're going, and um, also the power of non-attachment, meaning often when we set goals, sometimes, like I said, you can get to the top of that mountain and you think, oh, well, really, what next? But when you're at the top of that mountain, then you've got the view of the next one and that's actually the, the, the ultimate destination that you want to go. Um, so there are goals that I call it, I call those means goals. They move you into a, a place where I, the universe direction connects you at a T-junction or a crossroads so that you can see, ah, that's where I'm meant to go and to your end goal at that experience. So sometimes rather than getting disappointed because you think, oh, I'm here and it's not it, or maybe you're on the route to that goal and then you get this clear clarity to divert and you end up in your actual experience, then uh, that's a wonderful thing. You don't have to be disappointed about it. So let me give you a story to share what I mean by this. <clears throat> so just a few months ago on one of the previous school holidays, prior to that, I'd already investigated a couple of options to take my gorgeous little son and myself for a wonderful little trip away. Now, this is the power of intention here because it wasn't just about a goal of what and where. My intention was what experience did I want to create? Now, my intention was to create a kid-friendly community of like-minded conscious creators and to be in a place that felt really good in nature. Now, I had looked at a place by the sea for a glamping tent as one of those options but I didn't go ahead and book it. Something about it just had me on pause. It could have been that it was a, an adult's only preference for booking the glamping tent. And I thought, okay, I'll put that on the bucket list. Then not long after that, a friend of mine put on Facebook an event that was hosting for a uh, farm stay uh, in York, a place called York, a couple about an hour or so away from me. And it was to be a conscious uh, group of people with kids on a farm stay, no alcohol, no smoking. And I was like, yeah, this is the kind of thing that I want to create. Now, I actually booked one of the rooms in the Airbnb to stay in the farm stay rather than taking camping gear and whatnot. But when I packed that morning, I had this intuition to pack a little extra because it was supposed to be food included and snacks included but I just had this intuition to pack a box of my food preferences <laughs> and you know things to make for my son as well as snacks and as well as my camping chair and my camping table now I put I knew where I was at I was at home and I put into the GPS into the Google search I I put the destination for this farm stay in York <clears throat> It took us a little over an hour and a bit to get there and I followed the directions and when I started to arrive even as I got onto the street I was like something feels a little odd <laughs> quiet <laughs> when I pulled into the farm stay I was expecting there to be a lot of other fellow campers and and, and people for this experience because that was the nature of the event that was set 
And I rang my friend who had, I had communicated about saying I'm going to come along. I also went and spoke to what turns out to be the daughter of the lady who ran the who was running the event at the door. It was a two friend was along, it was supposed to come as well. But what happened is I had missed an email notification that just a few days earlier the event had been cancelled due to some rather big crisis that meant that they couldn't host it there and then. Now my son who was standing next to me listening to this, who had been so excited about this experience, me too, I watched his face do something similar to what I witnessed when I travelled to Antarctica with a group of investors and we were all, we all in ice mountain climbing and snow built a snow cave and camped on Antarctica proper. But while we were there, we saw quite often, and you'd hear it a couple of times when basically a ice sheet you'd hear it crack and then you'd hear it like like this screech sound and then you'd hear it sh- as it's shearing off the face of the ice crash into the ocean oh still gives me goosebumps well that's exactly what I witnessed on my little boy's face and he went from whimpering to wailing with disappointment in just a few moments I managed to console him enough just to get him to chill while I was connecting with the conversation having with the event organisers. They were so sorry that I'd made the trip all the way up and that I hadn't seen the notification. I'd just been busy with wrapping up work and then travelling. I did not expect to get an email to let me know that there was a cancellation. I kind of thought it would have been useful that a phone call follow-up would have been more beneficial but hey, it is what it is. So what happened is the lady ended up jumping on the phone to communicate with me because she was dealing with this crisis away from the farm stay. And she was so apologetic. She said, listen, I'm so sorry. Um, We can organize something. You can have have a room. I said, look, thank you, but that's not going to meet my intention. My intention was for my son to be able to have other kids to interact with, right? Um, And it gives me a chance to be able to relax and enjoy the space too. I was hoping to see other people. Anyway, she said, look, I'm really sorry. Let me refund your money straight away, which was the intent of the email as well. I just hadn't seen it yet. But now she's actually offering to give me some extra fuel money for my inconvenience. And I just thought that was really generous and kind. And I allowed her, I received it, allowing her to give me that gift so that she could have some sense of peace around it. And I had some peace around it too. I was a little bit disappointed, but my first approach, when I got back in that car, my son was whimpering and wailing pretty loud. (laughs) I kept consoling him saying, just wait a second, check that disappointment, hold it in a box because I'm going to figure this out. We're going to do something so amazing. I don't know what it is yet. And part of me was thinking, my God, we're in the second week in the middle of the school holidays. What on earth is going to be available to book right now? So that's sort of like that lower self of me that's trying to control it all. And I just like, I'm going to check that in a box as well. Push that aside. And then I, I said, let's first go into Yorktown. Let's go to use the toilets and let's go get an ice cream. And we're going to relax and we're going to be inspired to have a holiday somewhere wherever that is I promise we're going and he looked at me still you know like you're not quite sure he has he we hope and trust were on his face <coughs> excuse me but he also was still managing this disappointment now kudos to him he, he put it in check pretty quick and thank god because as a lot of that is my training that I do with him but this was a real putting it to the test experience anyway on the way into the short drive into town I have this flash of insight for the glamping tent that I looked at like six weeks prior any so when I got into the town city did the toilet thing got an ice cream <laughs> we had a little bit of a, a win in that moment I rang the glamping tent by the seaside camping grounds 
And I told them my predicament and I asked them, would there be any possibility that you would have a tent available for me and my seven-year-old son? And she said, let me check with the manager and I'll get back to you. That took about 40 minutes. But in that time, I just relaxed and let go. I just thought, "Mm, something's got, is this or something better? Anyway, I got the phone call back. I already had the money land back into my account from the farm stay with the extra. And the lady, the manager called me back from the glamping tent opportunity. And she said, the manager is more than happy to have you come. We'll book you in. And how many days would you like? And I said, three, maybe four. So check me for three and for three nights first. And when she told me the amount, the amount was the exact amount refunded back into my account. How cool is that? So that right there is a, you know, a means and an ends goal at play. As it turns out, We then put the next directions into the Google Maps. I would not have had a clue how to get there from where I was at in already a location. I didn't know where, I knew where I was at, but I didn't, I wasn't familiar with how to get to this next spot without having some very clear direction and a a pinpoint of where I was going. And so it took me two and a half hours to get there, but when we did, it was a beautiful experience and we had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful stay. It turned out better, even though we weren't prepared for the seaside, it turned out better for an experience with the kid-friendly, with the opportunities for me. And how great was it that I listened to my intuition because we now had food, snacks. I had a bonus chair that was way more comfortable for me to sit in. And I had a little camping table that I could use as my morning breakfast reading coffee table in the morning. So listening to your intuition, trusting, knowing where you're at, knowing where you're going and having no attachment, the art art of non-attachment, it's this or something better. And things are sometimes not going to work out well. I'm going to rephrase that. They're almost always going to not work out the way you plan. (laughs) So being ready to adapt and flex And having the mindset of being non-attached but positive expectation will help you have that insight, that intuition to be able to give you the clarity for the direction you're going. So how is that? Did that help you? Did that story resonate with you in why it's so powerful to first be clear of where you are, where you're going, and what's next? And also to be able to be in the non-attachment. So with that... I'm going to take you through the first step of seven that I share with you in my part one and two of this 33-page workbook, setting your intentions, clarify your goals to create your best year yet. So if you haven't got it yet, download it now. Now, in the back half, I've got some bonus parts and I'll address that on another episode. But today I want to share with you the seven-part framework. And the first framework, the very first question that you're going to address and go through is going to be one of the three steps. And so the first, I call these first three steps of my seven-step framework, reflect, review, renew. And it's so important to, before you run ahead and create something new, that you first do a stock check, you reflect and ideally journal, write it down on, you know, what is it that you've already created and what lights you up, what excites you, what what are the things that you're grateful for that have opened up your heart already and that really help you go into expansion? Um, what were the wins, big and small, that you've had in this past year so that you just, you really know what gains you've made And what are the magic moments or the people that made it really simple but profound impact on you that you appreciate? What are some of those? I call this the GGA method. This is one step. It's really important to reflect back on the past 12 months on what are you grateful for? What gains, big and small, have you had? And then also, who or what do you appreciate specifically about um, 
you know, the, the experiences in those 12 months that help you forward. Now, what you want to do with that is you want to go through it every single month and, and do three, uh, well, at least in the exercise book, the workbook, I've done it for two spaces, but I actually have a practice of the 333. So what I teach my clients and we do on a daily practice, but you can start this first by just doing it a few of them over the last 12 months, but top hint, start putting the GGA into practice every single day. Three things you're grateful for, three things that you've gained and three things or people that you really appreciate could be yourself as well, right? That you will then implement because that really charges your mind up to look at and expand on the frequency of gratitude and looking at the evidence of how you've already gained so much momentum um, and also the people that you appreciate that puts you in a different frequency than lack where you think, oh God, you know, I want this. But the minute you say, I want something, you're actually inferring you don't have it, which means you lack it. But when you start goal setting with already abundance, with gratitude, with focus on what you've already gained and what and who you appreciate, you are in a whole new realm of creating um, and you're able to really, truly manifest at warp speed. I've got goosebumps right now. So um, I'll give you a couple of examples. Like for me, you know, I, I had quite a few challenges last year um, evolving through um, some personal conflicts through relationships. Like I didn't have the personal, I didn't have the challenges with the evolving part. I had the, t I, I actually, um, I'm grateful that I did evolve through those personal challenges. So that was an important aspect for me. Um, I also, I actually, you know, when I did a stock check, I realized I didn't celebrate probably one of the biggest business milestones I've had so far in, you know, I've been online with uh, publishing and um, different forms of online income, passive and active since 2006. But I took a quite a bit of a break. And then in 2016, I recharged again with an online coaching um, focus. And, you know, I've been six figures plus every single year since. But this last year in September, I did a, in one week, $100,000 in sales in one week, which was a very powerful week. But I remember that and I was excited, but I didn't really blow it up with the celebration and really give myself the recognition and, and own it. Like I should have back then, but I do now. Um, it, but at the time I was pretty, pretty tired. So I kind of just like, yep, uh, tick, <laughs> I'm going to bed. And I rested for a couple of months in between uh, the momentum and the clients and the and the scaling of what I was doing with the automation as well as the contact. But my point is, it's only when we do this reflection that we can really go, wow, that was a really big experience. By the way, if you do this with friends and family as well, because I do this with my clients every single 90 days, we do a 90-day goal plan. I also do it at the end of the year or the beginning of the year. Um, make, and also do it with new clients we come in. I always take them through this process, but now you've got the advantage. You get to do this here now at no cost that you can go through this process for yourself and get that clarity. But the really key thing for this is to go through that gratitude and the gains as well as the appreciation. So for me, um, I'll give an example of appreciation that when I go through the reflection is like, I remember a moment where a friend of mine online on Facebook, who's also uh, a marketer, in fact, he's a fantastic SEO um, uh, master. Um, but what I really love about him is his values. And he often shares a lot about uh, his, his love and respect and appreciation for his wife who he calls Hottie, and then also his kids. And he shares a lot of those. And that resonates with my value set with Family First and building an online coaching business that is totally all about that lifestyle freedom so we can spend quality time with my son, which I do, and um, intentional care and self-care, um, self relaxing to manifest. Um, I appreciate because I implemented even more of that in this last year than I have ever have done before. And I call it, you know, self-care steps to success. But, you know, to help you through this process, because you're going to have in your 
in your workbook, this one, you're going to have in part one, an opportunity to go through 12 months. So January, February, March, blah, 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 go through all of that. And to help you with that, because if you haven't been in the process of doing the GGA yet, you probably haven't got a record of it, or maybe you do. <laughs> so what you're going to do is you, it's useful to grab your phone or to check out your social media for the pictures and the posts that you've put out over the course of the last 12 months and simply go through those month by month to use them as a prompt to be able to look at and like oh yeah I forgot I did that or I forgot I met that person or wow that person really impacted me and they touched my heart or they inspired me or maybe it was a book you read or maybe whatever it is that little prompt will help you recall what that gratitude gain or appreciation is. This is important um, to with the power of reflection and how to use it um, to empower you with increased resilience moving forward as well, doing the GGA method. So to explain that, let me just take you back to my story. When I'm up in York and I find out that we're not there, we're not going to stay and it's disappointing, but I have this intention to find something else new. Now, I have had enough experience in my life, plus we're working with hundreds and hundreds and if not thousands of clients worldwide to realize that we as human beings make a fatal error of allowing our mindset to dip and live and waddle and wait in the story of disappointment or the loss and the grief, we think that something's not there and we get so encapsulated in that that we disconnect and cut ourselves off from what else is possible. And so when that happened, I'm in York at the farm stay, basically doors closed, right? It's not happening. And my son's losing it. He's so upset. He doesn't yet have the full life experience like I have. And to know that in upon reflection, which is a really useful tool and habit to have, when you look back, have you yourself realized, oh my God, I may have been disappointed then, but if that didn't happen, this wouldn't have happened, right? How many times has that happened in your life where down the track, you've realized how good that bad experience was back there but it's, it's good now. So why not accelerate that experience and shift immediately into positive anticipation by asking yourself more powerful questions? So just like setting an intention for direction in Google about where you want to go, here I am, here's my location to start, here's my location where I'm going. You can even put in multiple locations to get you there, right? But also in the essence of the resilience, like when things don't work out and it's disappointing, often we go into really poor questions or make negative statements and we start this downward spiral of negative thinking and self-talk. But just like if you were to put a question or a keyword sequence into Google, you delete all the other information that is there to focus on your keywords or your question. So your brain is exactly the same. If you make a statement affirming that something is true, oh my God, this is so disappointing. I was so expecting this. You should, this should, this is all finger pointing, blaming, by the way, low levels of consciousness. What that does is just get you in such a tight knot and disconnect you from all the other possibilities that truly are available and there, but you can't see them while you stay stuck in this capsule of thinking, negative thinking. But just like Google, if you put a quality question in for research or command, your brain's going to research the same thing. It will delete all the unnecessary general information that is there, but not relevant to the command that you're giving your subconscious mind. So this is why it's super powerful to be making sure that you are putting in check what you are saying to yourself and affirming what is true, being empowering to, does it serve you, right? So this is really, really important. It's a big part about having the, the resilience so that you can move forward because there will be disappointments. But what if you reframe those disappointments into opportunities? How cool is that? Yeah. So with that now in mind, 
going into your workbook, we're going into question number two. And this one is, what were the challenges of the past year of your life? Now, these could be those disappointments. They could be things that you had to grow through. They could be moments that really, truly challenged you. Like, my, for example, my health last year. I um, had a lot of respiratory distress over and over and over again. And that was really super challenging. And, I, you know, it, uh, when I went into it, I'm going a little bit deeper here now, but I used it to go into that challenge to look at what were the emotions, the stuck limiting beliefs, not just from my lifetime or past lifetimes, but generations back that I was now willing to let go. That was just a little bonus tip. <laughs> but what else were the other challenges? So, you know, what challenges have you had? I'll give you another challenge that I faced this year, this past 12 months. Um, I found myself, uh, as I'm growing and evolving at warp speed, I I noticed that that's challenging for some people who are not yet willing to put that in a work for themselves. And so what I noticed is in those patterns, sometimes they tend to pull you down like crabs in a bucket instead of elevating, lifting you up and celebrating you and valuing you. And so I found that there were a few uh, people in different communities that, I, you know, it was like, no, I'm choosing that moving forward, I'm only going to spend some time, quality time with myself and those that value me and my son. And so, I, you know, that was a challenge for me, but I had to spend some time with that to really look at it and reflect. Uh, another one um, related to health and body is I was having a lot of lower back pain, um, stiffness and lack of, you know, lack of flexibility. And it was starting to affect me put on a little bit of weight over the last few years, making it less of a priority to exercise, more of a priority for parenting and business as, as you do, or as I did. <laughs> I'm not going to project that on you, as I did. Um, and the other challenge that I had is that um, I I because I wasn't feeling in my most optimal health and vitality and physical peak fitness, I found I was mentally in some self-talk uh, around not feeling so great or feeling like, oh my God, I'm getting old <laughs> with the back pain. That's a program that I noticed that, oh my God, that's a familiar program from family that I could hear or even society, right? Um, and also just making that time for myself. I found that challenging because I wasn't always reprioritizing it as a key concept for me to make sure was on top of my game. So I want to invite you to grab your download and go through that, write down those challenges that you've had, and then dive deeper into the different categories. Because I take you through each of the different categories of what you call your wheel of life. And, you know, I've used the metaphor of Google Maps. So you're in a car driving somewhere. Could you imagine driving a car with wheels that weren't balanced? It'd be pretty rough. Um, you also don't have good wear and, you know, you don't good uh, efficient fuel use. You have more wear and tear on the, on the vehicle, the, the tires become unbalanced or maybe even burst. So with the wheel of life, you want to have that balance and alignment by making sure that you have conscious intention about what you're creating in the key areas of your life. And so I break this down into eight key areas and I look mostly at like, you know, your career or business, your finance, your personal growth, health and body, family, relationships, social life, and your attitude and spiritual awareness. So those are the um, spiritual growth. Those are the main key areas that I focus on. And to go through and just, you know, doing a where am I at right now experience of one to 10, I draw the lines for each area, um, as you will see in your workbook that is in here, your 33-page free workbook, just go click the link down below and you can go grab it. And then you can go through and you can do an assessment of where you're at right now with what you're creating or what you've already created, where you feel it's subjective. No one else is going to tell you the answer to this. This is you. And you go through and you create that for yourself. And then you just describe uh, you know, go, there's a few more questions there to help you um, go through that deeper dive to go through it more clearly and to get a better view of where you're at and know exactly what areas are working well and where things could be better.
right? Better and more effective. So that leads you to question number three, which is what would you like to be different? So choose what you'd like to change in each area of your life, in the wheel of life that I share with you inside your booklet, right? Your workbook. And so the thing is, you know, when to use this training, reflect, review, renew, and how often and why? Well, as I already said to you once before, don't wait to the end of the year and don't wait to just the new year either. Those are great times for rituals. And I do that. I do it regularly for myself every single year. Like New Year's Eve, I don't go out and party. Maybe you do. There's no judgment. But for me, I prefer to use that as a reflection day. I like to really wrap up the year. I do a bit of decluttering in the week as well, but it's kind of like a decluttering of process of the mind as well. And I'm highlighting and bringing my attention to everything I'm grateful for, what the gains are that I've made big and small, what uh, and who I am appreciative of. And then I do a review of, you know, what are some of the challenges that popped up? And then renew. What am I going to create differently? What are the changes I'm going to make in each of those eight categories in the wheel of life? And then that sets me up for a great start for the year. Um, next day, I usually go and celebrate at the beach, uh, an early morning start. I'm already imagining and visualizing my year ahead and I'm taking action usually with those first steps. So that's a little hint for you there. I also go through this process every 90 days, not just with myself, but with my clients. I have a Love Light Leadership Mastermind, which is my very high-end program where I help you implement all of the emotional awareness tools, the self-mastery tools, and the Confidence Clients Cash Kickstart tools, the online coaching and you know online marketing tools that I teach, but most importantly, all the energetic balancing that is the root of all of this to help you manifest. That's by application only, but I work very deeply with these clients on a month, on a day-to-day, week-to-week, monthly basis for 12 months at a time. Some of them have been with me for five or six years and won't give up their seat, <laughs> but we go through this process on a regular basis because it's what will help you get uber clear on your goals, crystal clear, as well as setting your, your personal plan and getting into massive momentum. One of the things that I wanted to share with you about building a six-figure online coaching business that's taught me um, is if in the beginning, I, I did have some clarity about what I was creating and I was taking a lot of action. But if in Australia, we many years ago, we used to have this artist on television called Bro, Pro Heart. And he would just, he would use all sorts of food and uh, particularly food, uh, things and stuff to just make a big, messy art form, right? <laughs> and I kind of took that attitude. That was just whatever, throwing everything into the wind to try and make it stick. And I got lots of wins on the board, but at a great expense. I actually used a lot more energy than I even had in my reserves. And I was bringing up a baby. I was single parenting, building a business. And uh, I wasn't um, super clear and creating a plan um, using this process in the very beginning. I wasn't using it as consistently, meaning writing it down. That's the key is to make sure that you write it down. That's what it's taught me because the most, the minute I started writing down my reflect, review, renew, especially using the GGA process. And then these next four steps I'm going to share with you in a moment, which will take you through stop, start, less, more into shifting into clarity about what you're creating. So you'll be so excited. You literally will be wanting to bolt out the gate straight away. In fact, you will. <laughs> but by making sure that you take through this process and writing it down and doing it on a consistent basis, for me personally, it has bloomed my business, not just my business, but any goal that I put my attention on and give my in, my attention on my intention, my energy flows with ease. Um, I'm able to handle challenges so much more effectively because I've got full integration. I'm embodying the goal. It's not out there. It's in me and it's something I'm inspired to move towards rather than feeling like I have to do it because I said I would or someone is expecting this of me. It's it's more of an inspired process uh, and a desire to take that step forward. So building this online six-figure business, coaching business, 
the one key thing that I would say to you is having that clarity, taking the time to slow down, to speed up, as I call it, where you will integrate, utilize these questions, these tools to get clear about, well, you know, where are you at? What, what's, and raising your frequency with that as well. But also then looking at what are those key challenges that have been, uh, you know, popped up for you because they then give you the insights about what you're going to make the changes for in the different areas of your life. That's what you're going to have your most inspired goals with for your personal and spiritual growth, which is the underlying foundation for your professional growth. So whether you have your own career or, or your own business, all of these, when the more that you have clarity around what's most important for you, you go and what you want to change as an internal driver, then everything else will flourish after that. So um, I wanted to address how to raise your frequency and shift your consciousness to create and experience your best year yet. I've just said it. Look, isn't it true that when you feel grateful about something, it's like you're floating on a cloud, like nothing can really distort your field, right? And it's because it really can't. You're elevated in a different reality. But when you are actually focused on um, what you haven't achieved yet, and this is one of the common things that I see people do, is they focus on the gap, not the gain. This is why I like GGA, gratitude, gains, appreciation. But most people just focus on what they haven't yet done instead of celebrating what they have done. Remember me with 100K last year? I was even, um, you know, still doing that then. You know, I did celebrate, but not to the capacity. It really deserved to be celebrated, right? And, the, and the, here's another thing I've learned. The minute you own the gains that you make and the strengths that you have, the more opportunities that open up and the more you flourish because it was when I actually owned that, everything else started popping up open and more and more and more and more people are attracted to working with me because I'm focused on how I can help them. I know where my strengths are at and I know how to help people to get from A to, to B or even every point till Z because I know what I'm really good at and I'm owning it. Does that make sense? What could you be owning more of in your own, in, for the gains in your own life? So raising your frequency with the GGA experience, which is in the reflection process, that's really, really important because it shifts you into an abundance mindset instead of a lack mindset. If you start goal setting from a place of, I want this, but you see it out there in your reality, then you've already stated that you lack it. So you're coming from a lack frequency. But when you actually are grateful for what you've currently got, you then have what I call um, curious contentment, right? Um, and it's a, it's a level of consciousness where you're really happy for where you're at and you're really curious about more possibilities and adventure so that you can move forward with that. And that way you're coming from a place of abundance, you're already full and you're expanding rather than feeling like you lack and you're going out to get. Do you see the difference? Does that feel different in your body when you hear that? And, you, and how does it resonate with you? So the first three questions that you ask yourself, what you really want to create uh, for your life experience is the key. You have to start with that. That's the reflect, the review and the renew. Now, I want to take you quickly through the four questions that wrap up this seven-step uh, process that how to create your best year yet with these powerful questions to ask yourself. But again, they're in the workbook. The workbook will guide you through to go much, much deeper than even this training here. I'm just giving you some insight. And there's a following episode that's coming with it as well. Plus, I've got a really good little surprise for you at the end of this one for, for what to do as one thing next. But let me just cover the four-step process um, to get into and stay in momentum. Ready? For stop, start, less, more. So one thing that I want to do, I want to share with you what for question three, let me backtrack just a little bit uh, because I forgot to mention with you and share with you some of the key things that I want to change in the different areas within my own life. 
Um, and I think that by sharing these with you, it might inspire you and, and just give you some guidance on how to move forward with this experience with answering the questions for yourself in a personalized way. So in, in question number three is, what would you like to be different? Choose what you would like to change in each area of life. Now, for me, I, for each area, I'll give you a couple. I won't go through all of them because we'll be here forever. But, well, not forever, but you know what I mean? I'm trying to make this video short, or this training short. Um, but the first one is I've got a very big focus this year on my body and my health. Remember I said to you that um, I was feeling respiratory distress quite often and lower back pain. And part of that is because I would gain some weight over the years and I'm not at my ideal body weight. So my goal um, is to be able to get back to my pre-baby weight at 62 kilos, fit, lean, strong, flexible, healthy, and full of vitality. And so <clears throat> that's an area that I know will have a big impact on me, not just me personally, but professionally and as a parent. And so I'm dedicated with my focus, my intention and attention this year to make the change in my health and my well-being, but being specific about releasing excess weight that is probably creating some of that back pain, right? <laughs> um, so I'm going to let that go. The other one, another big area that I wanted to create change in is more family time, um, specifically with learning and growing through reading. I love reading. And so I wanted to make sure that I'm spending more quality time with my son, helping him read more, but also with myself, getting back into that deep passion of learning, which I, I'm always learning, but I want to read the books, you know, the, the ones that you you actually physically hold and they smell, you can smell the print on them. That to me is just awesome. That lights me up. So, um, and then uh, let me share another one. Um, I kind of wrap those two up. I said the family and my personal spiritual growth together. But basically one is, to, uh, I'll give you a little story. I set the intention to read a hundred books this year. And uh, it's a big goal, but I've done it before, before baby. And it's something that I want to do again. And, you know, give you a quick example. You don't have to have rules that make it hard. You can read short books. <laughs> um, so, you know, get some quick wins on the, on the board. But Books that I had been reading in these last five, six years mostly had been, you know, on the device using the Kindle app. And um, I, I wanted to go back to reading more physical books. And so I stacked up a bunch of books and I showed my son, I said, this is 25 books. I'm going to read that times four. I'm going to read, can you imagine that? And then I physically started reading some books so that he could see that I was reading a book that I wasn't on a device, whether it was my iPad, tablet, or a phone, um, even if it was a Kindle reading it, I wanted him to see and value that I was reading a book. Within two days, my son turned around and said to me, mom, I want to read a book a day this year. So he, you know, true, true, his style one upped me and, you know, wants to read a book a day. Excuse me. So we got really excited about that, spending family time already into action, went to the library because I'm not going to buy another 365 books that he's not going to read forever. <laughs> right? So we went to the library and we both got some extra books and it was a really lovely experience. So already from that thought to idea into action, it was already a massive momentum and accomplished. And we did, that was it before me even writing these down, like really what all my action steps were, right? Because I already had it for me, but because I'd done it for me, I was able to implement it with him and he's seven years old. So this is something you can definitely do with your family, which I encourage you to do. Um, and you do it with friends, colleagues, but make sure that you're doing this at least for yourself. But if you want to do it with friends as well, go through these questions um, to have them with you um, and enjoy the experience with you. So let's move in to the four steps, the next four steps, the next four questions that are going to move you into stop, start, less, more. So this is going to really move you into what actions do I need to take that are in alignment with my goal, my intention that I'm setting, right? And so the first question number four is what are you going to, what are you willing to stop doing in these next 12 months? Because <laughs> one of the biggest things is most like that pro heart style, you know, doing a lot of things, hustle and grind. Most people think that by doing more, they're going to get to their goal. 
where you're probably already doing some of the successful things, right? Like, for example, for me with my health, I eat organic food. I, uh, uh, I have really healthy food meal preps. I even exercise. It was a bit irregular, but I'm, I'm now I've set my goals. It's very regular. Um, but one of the key things that I said to myself, well, I'm going to stop drinking alcohol for at least eight weeks, right? I'm just going to cut it out. And then in my less category, I'm jumping ahead a bit here. I'm like, well, even in the future, if, if I'm going to have it, if I want it, it's going to be on special occasions and I'm going to set some rules around it where I need to eat food first, right? So I can have one or two drinks with food. But here's my little trick, my hack for my personal self. Once I start eating my food, I have no desire for any alcohol, not even a sip. It changes it for me. And so I knew that by stopping alcohol even organic alcohol um it just means that for me i'm not going to then go down that triggering line of having you know potato crisps or the extra uh, serving of whatever I'm, I'm a savory person not a sweet person but i would have a little bit more food because my body was balancing that toxin that was going in might taste good for a moment but it comes with a consequence right so for me and for you I'm sure as well whatever area of your life there's going to be some things that you are doing that are they're kind of like a break on the while you've got your foot on the accelerator and you're gaining speed you've got your hand on your foot on the brake or your hand on the handbrake and they're slowing you down or they're causing you friction what could you stop doing what are you willing to stop doing (laughs) that's a great question right then we're going to question number five what are you willing to start doing in the next 12 months that is going to move you closer to your goal like in the case of me with my target of 62 kilos well I'm going to schedule and prioritize going to the gym I'm going to schedule and prioritize going swimming I'm going to schedule and prioritize doing three weight sessions so I can build that muscle strength again and doing some core strength to be able to balance out my back, to be able to um, increase my metabolism and to be able to move forward in that manner so that I'm having the success that I desire. What are you going to start doing that you know you should do, but you've been putting off? You know, write that down in each area of your life and look at what are you going to start doing? Question number six, right? What are you willing to do less of in the next 12 months? right oh by the way a really important stop doing is negative self-talk sometimes that's an invisible one and it requires some willingness to be self-aware and witnessing the thought patterns that pop up for you now here's a hot little tip whenever you set goals all the negative thoughts that pop up are going to pop up now most people start just buying into those stories and believing them I want to invite you to look at those as an opportunity for you to look at what you can clear, what needs some healing, what needs to be resolved and dissolved so that you can let those patterns of thinking go so that you can be more in alignment with more empowered ways of thinking, therefore behaving and being. Um, So back to the third, uh, the sixth question, which is what are you willing to do less of in the next 12 months? So one of the things for my goals is I'm willing to do less Netflix so I can have more sleep to exercise more, but also so that I can utilize any of that time into reading time or reading could also be audible, right? It can be things that you listen to uh, on audible books. You, You could, if you want, you could even make your rule set around podcasts if it's like a definitive learning process. But, you know, for me, I'm doing books, whether it's audible or reading. So I'm going to use less of that, um, I call it nonsense time, um, where I'm relaxing and shift into a different pattern of relaxing and read a book that's going to take me into a learning process or something that's going to really, truly empower me. And it doesn't mean I'm not going to do no Netflix. It just means I'm going to do less of it. Make sense? What could you do less of in all the areas of your life? Go through the categories and do that. And then you're going to have question number seven. And what are you willing to do more of in the next 12 months that's going to align you and accelerate you into momentum to realizing your goal, manifesting it? And so as one of my examples, more sleep, even though I'm pretty good at it, but I want more sleep. 
and exercise to be scheduled in my planner. It's prioritized. It's non-negotiable. And so I'm going to do more of that. And I already have been. We've kicked it off into the new year and you know, already, I think I'm seven sessions in to the gym already, right? Pretty cool. Um, and you know, the other thing too, for me is to read more books. I'll give you an example of that. And so I'm having more of that time where I'm reading and I'm already into book number five. I've read four, granted, four easy afternoon reads. Um, and the fifth one is a 16 hour audible book. So it's a big one, right? Balances it out, but I'm doing more of that. That's 5% of my goal for a hundred books in a year. And we're already only entering into you know, week two of the year. How cool is that? <laughs> but this is the kind of thing that happens the minute that you put your focus on that momentum. So that's it for that seven, oops, here, numbers, right? Seven step um, qu powerful question framework for how to create your best year yet um, that I use with my clients that you can now use for yourself too come back to this training again and again and again and again. Download your free workbook. It's no cost to you. Why wouldn't you? It's going to guide you. You can print it off. There's even a copy that you can print off that you can just digital download onto your computer and fill it out on your computer. It won't work on the tablet or the phone to fill it out. But if you fill it out on your computer, make sure you save it as you go along. Um, you can keep that there. multiple copies of that, by the way, um, and take you through that process, not just at the end of the year or the beginning of the year, if that's your preference, but also every 90 days or every quarter so that you know you're on track, that maybe you've come to a point where you realize something's a means goal and you're going to pivot. Great. You've got your process that you can get the clarity for that and have the direction to get you in momentum. Now, there is two more parts to this. Uh, part three in the this bonus parts available. Um, they're in your download. They're in your guidebook. And I'll be creating another episode for this. And the one is taking you through creating your personal plan. And the next one is how to get into that momentum, how to move forward. And so I want to leave you with one more thing today because I did promise you with one thing to make sure that you do next, as well as making it a daily ritual. Are you ready to hear what that one thing is? Are you ready? <laughs> Listen, to create your life, you must be in a thriving state, not survival mode. One of the challenges most people have is they get all stuck up in their head and they're thinking and thinking and overthinking. And they miss the cues from their body that is the receiver that is working with the subconscious mind that allows your intuition to speak, that allows you to have that extra guidance to know what you want, where you want, and to also what to avoid along the way. It helps you through the challenges. It also helps you to create with absolute clarity about what you truly desire from your authentic self, not from all the projections and programs from you know, what other people expect of you, what you think a version of you expects of you, uh, what family expects of you or what you think society, you know, wants from you and what you think you should do in order to fit in. You, none of that anymore, right? Even if you think that you're not in that place, this is a useful tool to use to help you bring you into a state of just pure creation mode. And this one thing is that to relax into manifesting. Now, the really cool thing is I'm providing a tool for you as an extra bonus and you can, wherever it is here, it's here or here. <laughs> um, it, you'll, it's relaxing and manifesting nine minute meditation. And it will really, truly just help you get into that state of being where you can uh, balance your nervous system and have yourself in a state of regulating your nervous system to attract what you desire from a place of abundance, from a place of gratitude, from a place of appreciation, from a place of I've already got all these gains and now I'm just going to expand even to even more versus the overthinking mind, which is trying to figure it all out in the limitation of what you already know and what you maybe you're already 
thinking about the fear, worry, doubt about what, how it's going to work out. You want to let that go. Let that be one of the things you stop doing this year <laughs> or less of. <laughs> so you can use the bonus meditation. It's only nine minutes um, to relax into manifesting. Go do that now. Make sure you do that as a daily practice and um, make sure that you go download your free workbook. It's no cost to you. Download your free workbook and go through those questions, go through this training again, bookmark this training, save it, share it with your family and your friends, give them the link to go, even come here and just watch the training first. And if it resonates, then go get the workbook. But if you found great value with this, I want to invite you, please click subscribe and the like button, leave your comment below. When you've finished your training in your workbook, I want to hear from you all in the community down below. I'm looking to grow. One of the things I am looking to do um, for my goals this year is to grow my audience on YouTube and my podcast. And so I'd really appreciate if you've got value out of this, hit that like button, hit the subscribe, leave a comment. What was valuable for you today? What was some heart moments? But more importantly, what are some of the things that you um, have reflected on that you're really grateful for and that you were gains you've made or you appreciate or who you appreciate? Could be yourself too, you know. <laughs> Maybe uh, what are you going to change this year? Maybe you want to share something about that. Um, remember your flat reflect, review, renew. So maybe, you know, what is it that you, what area of, of your will of life are you going to make a shift in, a change in? What are you going to put your, your attention on your intention for to create clear goals around? And then make sure you go through those next four steps. What are you going to stop doing? What are you going to start doing? What are you going to do less of? And what are you willing to do more of in order to be in alignment with that goal and reduce that resistance, clear it so that you can release the blocks and you can allow yourself to receive the intuitive guidance to take that action. And what I call apply to fly butterfly have fun and look out for the next training. Make sure you get the sign up for the workbook because not only will you get the workbook, you'll get the prompts and the inspiration for the next ones in the episodes in the series to help you through the, the bonus parts uh, three and four um, and plus some extras. So thanks so much. If you love this, please share it, hit like, subscribe, leave a comment. And I really appreciate you. I just want to let you know that if you a little limited in believing in yourself that you can do this. I just want you to borrow my belief in you for now. I, I absolutely believe in you. You can do this and you can follow through and you can create the best year yet for yourself. I know because I've helped hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people around the world already do this. And now it's your turn. Much love, light and manifesting miracles, magic and more. Katie Joy your fellow conscious creator and manifesting mentor. And uh, I, I, I love you. Take care. Bye.